Welcome to Mending Nets and Fishing for Saints podcast. If you're joining me today, I'd like to say thank you. Thank you for listening in, and I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. You know, we're now in a new year. 2022 is in the past. It's in the books. It's over, but before us is a brand new year, the year 2023, and I pray that God blesses you through this year. I hope that you receive encouragement, you know, not only from this podcast, but from other preachers. And I hope you attend church on a regular basis. And if you don't have a regular church to attend, I encourage you to come to our church anytime you feel comfortable. It's the Church on the Rock. We're located at 405 East G Street in Ringland, Oklahoma. You know, our service time starts on Sunday morning. We start at 10 a.m. and we have worship at 11. I, I encourage you just come join us. You know, Sunday night we start at 6 p.m. and then we have a Wednesday night service also. And our Wednesday night service starts at 6.30 p.m. And we look forward to you fellowshipping with us. I hope you enjoy this episode and I hope God blesses you all throughout the year 2023. You know, there's a wonderful passage in the book of uh, Isaiah, which, you know, the whole book of Isaiah is full of many wonderful passages. I encourage you to, to just to go read it. But in the, in the 43rd chapter of Isaiah, there's a beautiful passage here where God is speaking to Jacob. He's speaking to Israel. And, and many will say, well, he's just talking to them. But listen to me for a moment. God wants to speak to you right where you're at. And I believe that God can speak to us right through this book of Isaiah, and not only in the book of Isaiah, but through the Word of God. I believe He can really get to our hearts if we pay attention to what He's got to say. I think we would hear some of the same words that He meant for Jacob, and I believe that He means them as well for us. He starts off the 43rd chapter, and He says, But now thus saith the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, Listen to me for a moment. It's God that has created us. He formed us while we was in our mother's womb. God created us before the foundation of the earth. He looked down and he knew where you was going to be. Just at the right time, God knew. You're not no accident. We seem to think, you know, well, we're accidents. We just happen to be here. But God knows you. You know, he says that not one sparrow falls to the ground that he don't see. And he says, how much more valuable are we than many sparrows. But he says in this verse, he says, But now thus saith the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel, Fear not, for I have redeemed thee, I have called thee by thy name, thou art mine. You know, I believe God speaks to us in this same way and says, I have formed you, I've called you by my name, you are mine. You don't belong to somebody else. You don't belong to the devil. You don't belong to the world. You're mine. If you're a child of God, if you've been born again, if you've been sanctified by the blood of Jesus Christ, let me tell you something. You are not your own. You belong to Jesus Christ. You see, when we're born again, that old man dies. And he's buried in the earth. And in his place stands a new creature, a new creation, one that is saved and sanctified, that is set free, brand new to stand in the presence of Jesus Christ. You're holy now. You've been freed 
from the sin of this world. You're no longer entrapped by the chains that once held us down. You are a new creation. And listen, the book of Isaiah goes on and he says, When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned. Neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. Now this is not saying you're not going to have trials. Listen to me for a moment. If you're a saint of God, you are most definitely going to have trials. Matter of fact, if you're not facing some trials, then there's serious question of your salvation. Because our enemy is as a roaring lion, as the word says, and he's seeking whom he may devour. He's not for you, he's against you, and he wants to be sure that you reach your demise. He, he wants to destroy you. He don't want you to have anything good. He don't want you to reach this, uh, this higher plateau where you're closer to God. But Satan desires your downfall. He desires your hurt. But God has decreed that he will never leave you and he will never forsake you. And as long as you place your trust in Jesus Christ, then let the world rage if they want to. You are firm in your foundation. When you pass through these waters or these trials, our Heavenly Father is going to be with you. He sends His Spirit, this Holy Spirit, to guide us. It comforts us. It gives us the strength to make it another day. He said, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. It may look like we're about to go under. It may look like our ship's about to sink. But let me tell you, this ship that you're riding these waves on has weathered far more than you even realize. And let me tell you something else. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, He is at the helm. And He knows exactly what to do. You may face trials. You may face tough times. But don't let your heart fail you. Trust in Jesus Christ. Continue to look for Him. I promise He's there. Listen to this verse 3. It said, For I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, thy Savior. <laughs> Listen to me for a second. Is Jesus Christ your Savior? Listen to me for a moment, Christian. If the answer is yes, then what in the world do we have to fear? He is with us. You know, Jesus told Peter, he said, Peter, Satan has desired to sift you as wheat. But then he told Peter, he says, but I have prayed for you. I've prayed for you, Peter. The word tells us that when Jesus ascended up into the heavens, that he sat down at the right hand of the Father. And he's making intercession for you right now, Christian. Right now, young man. Right now, young woman. Jesus is praying to the Father. Father, give them strength. He said, they are mine. And our Lord is going to take care of his own. He's not going to let anything fall through the cracks, but God is with you. And he said, I am your Savior. And if you have Jesus Christ, I don't have to tell you that. I don't have to explain that to you. You know it. You feel it from your innermost being that Jesus Christ is with you that we have His love. He said that no greater love was there than that someone would lay down their life for their friends. And listen to me for a second. Jesus Christ has called you His friend. And He has laid down His life for you. The winds may blow, 
We may go through awful trials. We may have this sickness in our body. We may have disease after disease. But let me tell you something. The troubles that we go through in this world, Paul said in the book of Romans, they can't even be compared to the glory that's going to be revealed in us. So listen to me for a moment. If you're facing these trials, begin to rejoice because there's something great coming. God has a mountaintop experience waiting for you. As soon as you come out of this valley, there's a mountain that's before you. So I hope to encourage you today to look to Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith. Because He is our salvation. He is our Savior. And our redemption lies in Him alone. No one else. You can't trust in yourself. You can't trust in your riches. You can't trust in your wealth. You can't trust in your job. You can't trust in your family. Listen to me for a moment. You can't really even place your trust wholly in your parents, though they may be good godly men and women. They may have raised you up in church, but Jesus Christ is the one that you have to look to. Jesus Christ must be sinner. He must be the number one. In your life. Now, I don't want you to misunderstand me. We are to honor our fathers and mothers, you know, especially those that have raised us up, you know, in the faith to know Jesus Christ. You know, the Bible teaches us to honor our fathers and mothers. Matter of fact, it goes on and says, This is the first commandment that is with a promise. He promises that if you do this, you'll have a long life. But nothing and no one can take the place of Jesus Christ. And if you're listening to this podcast and you don't know Jesus as your Savior, I would love to give you the opportunity to meet Him. You know, Jesus loves us. God, like I said in the beginning, God created us. He formed us in His image. He knows exactly where you're at. He knows that you have doubts and fears. He knows the trouble that you face. He knows what your finances are. He knows everything about you. And yet he wants you to call out to him. You see, he's waiting to answer. He wants someone who will believe. Will you be that one that believes? I mean believes wholeheartedly, believes so much that it changes your very life. Will there be a difference when your friends hear you talk? Or when they visit with you, will they still hear the same old person that they've always heard before? See, belief, to believe in Jesus means to change everything. It means to walk for Him. It means our very speech would begin to be formed in a way that would honor Him. When Peter was warming himself by the fire, after the soldiers had arrested Jesus, some said, you must have been with Him too. They said, because your speech betrays you. Listen to me for a moment. I'll get arguments that say, you know, the speech that they was talking about is because they was Galileans and they had a a certain dialect, but I don't believe that for one moment. You know, the Christian has a certain way to talk. We, We don't use profanities that you hear in the world. You won't hear them. Now, not that we don't every now and then let something slip out, but I believe that should be fewer and fewer as we get closer to God, as as He sanctifies us with His Spirit. Our speech should become more and more like the speech of Jesus, our Lord. You know, we should begin to resemble Jesus Christ, you know, not only in our speech, but in everything that we do. 
Because remember, even Jesus told his disciples, when his disciples asked him to show us the Father, he told them, he said, If you have seen me, then you have seen the Father. You know, I believe that there ought to come a time in our life, the closer we get to Jesus, that when people look at us, they begin to see Jesus in us. And if they have seen us, then they have seen Jesus. You know, I truly pray that this is, in fact, the truth among us today. If the world has seen you, that they have seen Jesus. You know, if you don't know him, like I said, I, I encourage you to call out to him. Ask him to redeem you and to save you. And listen to me for a moment. I can promise you that if you ask in sincerity, his answer will most definitely be yes. Because it is not his desire that any should perish, but God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believes in him, they should have eternal life. Brother and sister, he's talking to us. He's talking to those who would believe, those who would be transformed into his image. You know, as we enter a new year, the year 2023, I pray that your resolution would be to grow closer to God. You know, I, I think we should begin to pray God, give me this hunger. Give me a thirst for your word. Let me desire my prayer closet, Lord, that intimate time with just me and you. I believe that if we begin to pray this prayer and we ask God for this desire, that he will fulfill our request. You know, we need him in this day. We are living in the end days, and very soon, I believe, we'll see the, the clouds open up. And riding on one of them clouds is going to be our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. And He's going to be returning for His people. I pray that we can be ready for that day, every one of us. I thank you for joining me. You know, I ask you that if this podcast has really helped you, would you share it with somebody you really care about, a friend, a family member? Share it with somebody you really love and help us spread the gospel of Jesus Christ in the year 2023. I thank you for listening to Mending Nets and Fishing for Saints, and I hope God blesses you this new year. Just as I am without one plea, but that
Thank you for listening to Mending Nets and Fishing for Saints podcast. If you've enjoyed these episodes, would you share it with a friend, a family member? Share it with somebody that you really care about. Share it with somebody who you really love. And let's spread the gospel of Jesus Christ together. I hope that you've received a blessing out of these episodes. You know, and we have several testimonies that we've placed on here, and I hope you'll listen to them and draw an encouragement out of them, for that's what they're there for. The Word says iron sharpens iron, and we need one another. And and the Word also says that we're made overcomers by the Word of our testimony. So I hope God blesses you in listening to these podcasts, and may your future in 2023 be blessed tremendously. Thank you for listening to Mending Nets and Fishing for Saints.